everybody. You're listening to KUNM Youth Radio 89.9. I'm Kyle Ferris. And I'm Tracy Tram. We have a rather unique piece for this week on Youth Radio, the Youth Radio Culture Party. We also have a recording from the Taos Media Camp. But first, let's hear some music from Evan. All right, and for our first music piece today, we have from their CD, Make Believe, Weezer singing Perfect Situation. That was Balayogan by Lunasa from their CD, The Kennedy Sessions. And The Kennedy Sessions was recorded in Ireland's supposedly haunted... Spooky. Kennedy Castle. All right, thanks. And here's Tracy Tram. The KUNM Youth Radio Collective is made up of many different kinds of people. We all have different personalities, musical choices, and even cultures. We decided to use our cultural backgrounds to put this piece together to share with our listeners. Hi, my name is Tracy Tram, and I'm Chinese. Um, since I'm Chinese, like we usually ch- celebrate um, Chinese New Year's. I don't really know about my culture as much, but it happens, and I remember like every year when we do celebrate it we um do pray to someone and uh when we do pray uh what we do is like um they cook like lots of food like the families who celebrate it or whatever chinese year and then they put that food um on a table or something and then they're they'll get like uh some kind of platform to like put um incense sticks you know all my relatives who live in New Mexico, not speaking of the ones in Chinese, like the people who live in New Mexico, they all make it a point to like celebrate it. Like it's every year around February, somewhere in February, maybe in the middle or on February 11th or something. And you celebrate it. And um, like there are some like Buddhist temples and stuff and they'll have like uh, different celebrations and stuff. They'll, there's a traditional like dragon dance, I guess. And uh, it's like two people in like this kind of dragon thing and then they're really good at it. I don't really know how to explain what they do, but um, there's like firecrackers and stuff. I don't know, it's just really fun, like big old celebration. There are these red envelopes and um, what they do is just, it's like decorated in the front and then they put money in there and they fold it (laughs) and then they give it to the different members of the family.
My name is Marcelino Chalan. I'm from the coach. I'm from Coach T Pueblo. I'm a Native American, and what I'm proud of my um, heritage is that I get to do many things that normal people wouldn't be able to do. I, I'm really, um, I really take part in my um, in my traditions. I'm really, I'm really into that, and I guess that in the future that I, I, there's a place for me that I must must fill in as people pass on so i'm gonna try to keep that up and so i can keep my religion going My name is Vikra Lucky. The song I chose is called Tennessee, and it's by Arrested Development. And I chose this song because it sort of reflects how I feel about um, the South and uh, like how probably most black people feel about the South and that it's home in sort of a weird way because that's where slavery was. And since we can't really trace our roots back to exactly where we came from in Africa, we have to settle for, you know, the South. And I think this song is about the South and um, sort of just tracing your family history back to that. Lord, I've really been real stressed down in My name is Kyle Ferris. Something I think is interesting about my culture that I might like others to know is that I really don't have a set culture. My grandmother is Japanese. She immigrated in uh, some years after the Korean War. And the rest of my family has been living in America for quite some time on my mother's side, possibly as far back as the Mayflower. So what I end up 
being is just a blend of cultures that ends up quite as American as many other families that have been here for a long time. The music that I picked is somewhat symbolic of more of my own mindset, the culture that I have created for myself rather than any that my family has. It speaks of a certain soft calmness, a type of peace, while at the same time has a kind of a, a loud call for that peace. So almost like a crying out for a type of uh, serenity that we don't really have. Chinese that I speak is Diaju. I'm proud of it because it's one of the oldest Chinese groups or people around before Mandarin. And I think it's a little, or it's most similar to Mandarin than Cantonese. The music that I brought in is the band is 12 Girls Band and when my mother was growing up, she always wanted to play one of these instruments, but my grandfather wouldn't let her because they said that only males can play instruments and not females. So I guess this is cool because they're all women and they're all playing these instruments and these are Chinese instruments or Asian instruments. They're sort of showing that women can play these instruments too. Wesley Barber. Um, I'm Native American. My tribal affiliation would probably uh, be Navajo. I'm full Navajo. Main points that I am proud of my culture is probably how large the Navajo Nation is. Um, the Navajo Nation is l the largest um, tribe in the United States. And I guess what thing I'm proud of is just that we're so large and we keep growing. It's important for me personally that uh, my culture gets passed on and that it doesn't die. And it's important for me that, you know, as a Navajo, that I carry on whatever traditions and cultures that my parents passed on to me and my grandparents are passing on to me now. What my culture means to me is basically the history of it. There's a lot of um, history and background that the, Navajo, the Navajos carry. For example, the Code Talkers or the Long Walk. The Navajo Nation is one is a um, is a tribe that is based on survival. Um, so I guess what I want 
or what's most important for me is my culture is just for it to survive. Being Navajo, um, it's important for me to know my culture, especially since um, since my culture really basically means that um, it's my my culture is a part of me, and wherever I go, whoever or you know whoever I meet, you know whatever I do, my culture is always going to be a part of me, and I really can't escape that. So it's really important for me because you know that's basically who I am, and who I can become in the future. Martinez, I'm Chicana, and what Chicana basically means is that I'm a mixture of so many different things. I'm Spanish, Mexicana, Native American, and um, my family's been here in New Mexico for generations, like 11 generations when it comes to me, maybe even more. Um, I'm very proud of my culture, and one of the things that I say that sets it apart from other cultures, or some at least, is that Chicanos are very family-oriented. We'll do anything for our families. We're always there, and we look after them when they're in times of need, no matter where we are in our life. And I really love that about my culture. The music piece that I brought in is called La Negra Llorona, and it reminds me of my culture because my mom always used to sing it to me ever since I was just really little. And it's also in Spanish. Todos me dicen el negro llorona, negro pero cariñoso. Todos me dicen el negro llorona, negro pero cariñoso. Yo soy como el chile verde llorona, picante pero sabroso. I'm Evan Molson and I'm English, Anglo, and really in there, there are, there's French, there's English, because my, uh, my ancestors came over from Normandy, which is in northern France, uh, during the Battle of Hastings, or around that time period, when the Normans conquered England, and, uh, which is about 1066, and they, they came over and settled there, that's that's my dad's side of the family and then my mom's side of the family is um as far back as i can trace from originally from wales from part of wales my music is the clash and it's just it, it's one little pocket of my culture My name is Kirby Platero, 
Yes, I'm a full-blooded Navajo. Well, my culture, I guess, as growing up, I wasn't really raised around my culture. Because as a young kid, I moved into city life, so I started adapting to that. But I wish I knew part of my culture, because I'd probably be more representing that too, but kind of sucks in a way, because well, when I was a little kid, like, um, I guess it wasn't really, I was raised around it from my grandma, but then when we moved up to our city life, it just like everything stopped, and now like, I wish I had my culture, because I would know the language and the history and just stuff like that, and that's what I'd probably be proud of. So that's what I define my culture. I'm Michael Harley, and uh, despite that I am from East India, um, I was adopted. So my family recently, con or not recently, about more than five years ago, converted to Judaism. What I'm proud of about the culture is and the religion is that Judaism is a really uh, accepting religion. We don't follow necessarily by the Torah, which is like our holy book, as opposed to the Christians following the Bible. We don't follow by it strictly. We understand that time changes and that uh, beliefs change. And um, that's one thing I really like about it. We're accepting of many different kinds of people from all different backgrounds. So it really, the commun the Jewish community is really very social and um, somewhat argumentative, but we really are proactive. Um, probably one of the most memorable experiences I've had relating to it are was when I had my bar mitzvah when I was 13, which is kind of like a coming-of-age ceremony for um, Jewish boys becoming men and also for girls it's a bat mitzvah um but it was a lot of hard work it, it wasn't just getting presents from a bunch of people that my parents invited in that I invited it was a lot more it was um I had to explore the Torah and find a passage that really connected with me and that I could expand into the community uh, I believe the passage I chose was about a sharing with one's neighbors, and through that, I actually went out into my community and interviewed uh, a friend of my mom's who is a farmer in our town in Corrales, and that really kind of blended in religion with the community, and that was really neat. And I also had to do a lot of prayers. I had to memorize them and practice them and they were in Hebrew um, and Hebrew is a really really hard language to 
learn. I never really grasped it, even though I studied it through sixth grade when I went to uh, Solomon Schechter Day School, which was a Jewish middle school. For I only went there for sixth grade. Um, but you have to do a lot of different prayers in the ceremony. There's a lot of, you have to do prayers for washing hands. And um, I think at one point I drank something. I don't remember what it was. I had to drink some juice or something. And that, there's prayers for that. There's prayers for um, breaking apart bread that we have. Um, and in the end, they picked me up in a chair and threw candy at me, which was really fun. So, and that's another thing I like. It's just that the Jewish religion is just so open and it's fun and it's creative. You've just heard the KUNM Youth Radio Collective talk about their cultures. We all define culture differently. Some spoke of their ethnicity and some spoke of religion. What we learned as a collective is that some of us know a lot about our culture and some of us don't know as much about our culture. But we all know, but we all learn more about each other. The KUNM Youth Radio family really is made up of different kinds of people. We hope you enjoyed this segment and it helps you think about the diversity New Mexico has. Now more music. And you just heard Snail Dust by They Might Be Giants. But before that, you heard And Your Bird Can Sing by The Beatles from their record Yesterday and Today. And actually, that was the first piece uh, uh, from a record that we've ever played on youth radio. And we're going to play two songs from records on this show. And now here's more music. And right here's a song that I think will appeal to all you sugar junkies out there. Double chocolate malted. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, no, ma'am, a single's not enough. Not enough, no. chocolate ball, you know, I like yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I want two scoops. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't want just a single. 
And that was Double Chocolate Malted by Jonathan Richman and the Modern Lovers. And before that, you heard Flogging Molly with their uh, cut Selfish Man, which actually was dedicated to President Bush when they were down in uh, Las Cruces. The other day. But anyway, here's Kyle with a piece about, hey, look, shiny things. Thank you, Evan. Ned Randolph from the Taos Team Media Camp was concerned about the effects of Ritalin and other treatments for attention deficit disorder. So he did some research and interviews on the subject. This is what he found. Does your child have problems paying attention? Does your child constantly interrupt in class? If you answer yes to the questions above, then your child might have attention deficit disorder. Now, while there are many things that you might do to help him or her, something I believe you shouldn't do is give them drugs. I went to talk to a friend who was once forced to take Ritalin when he was 10. Let's take a listen. Today I am here with Gabriel Left Hand. Gabe is a ex-Ritalin taker. Now Gabe, who recommended that you took Ritalin? My old fifth grade teacher that only taught math. Like, that was the only thing he taught. Was he interesting? Hell no he wasn't. Well, that's probably why you didn't pay attention. I probably wouldn't have either. But now, let's talk about some other things. Like, how did you feel once they told you you need to start taking Ritalin? Well, I thought that sucked. Because they were just like, since you misbehave, you have to take Ritalin. And so, I was really mad about that. Yeah, I had to take Ritalin. That sucks. Now, how did Ritalin make you feel? Like, what effect did it have on you? Was it good or bad? Or... Uh, it was really bad, because I felt, like, really sluggish. And, like, just, like, real tired all the time. But, like, I felt tired, but, like, not like I was going to sleep. It just sucked, and I was all slow, and I couldn't focus at all. <laughs> See, folks, Ritalin is horrible. The kids don't like it, and the big corporations are getting more and more money by selling it to you and turning you into a tired, bored person. And I believe that bored people make the best consumers. Though Ritalin is bad, it is not the only attention deficit disorder drug that people should look out for. Stratera, for adults and kids, seems a bit more dangerous, topping off the list with more than 50 possible side effects. Now, isn't it strange we don't make this stuff illegal? Side effects be making wild effects and possibly long-term death. Check the chemicals before our lives wreck. And you can't pay attention because your mind is fiddling. You're always in detention, so they give you Ritalin. They say, leave no child behind, but they're leaving us with our minds blind. If you give the kids pills, you'll find that they still don't pay attention. This is a sign we need to work on prevention. And plus, we make things illegal, like marijuana. Well, people should do what they want to. But you ask, what does marijuana do to you? Well, listen up, and I'll tell you. Increase in cancer risk. Decrease in testosterone levels and lower sperm counts for men. Increase in testosterone levels for women. And increase risk of infertility. Diminish or extinguish sexual pleasure. Psychological dependence requiring more of the drug to get high. But what about that drug, Stratera? Dry mouth. Increased appetite. Menstrual cramps. Nausea. Sexual side effects. Constipation. Problems urinating? <sighs> Sleepiness. Nausea or vomiting. Dizziness. 
mood swings. Upset stomach. Keep in mind that these are just the few they mentioned on the commercials. Go to the pharmacy and ask for the pharmacology of Stratera. You will see for yourself. Uh, I don't know about you, but I think that seems a little over the top. I mean, is it really worth it to have people at risk suffer all those side effects just so they can sit down and shut up? Think about it. Now, thank you for listening. This is Ned Randolph reporting for the Taos Team Media Camp. To listen to Cultural Energy's other youth voices, visit culturalenergy.org. That was Ned Randolph from the Taos Team Media Camp. Now it's time for this week's calendar. Hi, as you might have guessed, I am your calendar host this week. And I'm Lucia, your other calendar host. KUNM is proud to bring you another youth speak out. What do youth want legislators to know? Tune in to KUNM 89.9 at 7 to 8.30 p.m. on November 11th and you will find out. Or come to the Wool Warehouse at First and Roma from 6.45 to 8.30 p.m. in Albuquerque. People from all over the state will be coming, so don't be late or left out. Donkey Gallery, with the spirit of avant-garde, is hosting an evening of performance art and guerrilla action. The gallery will convert into an experimental lab open for all spontaneous creation. The event from 7 to 9 p.m. tonight cannot be rumored to include, cannot be understood until it is over and will be characterized by its own momentum, but is rumored to include a portrait studio, mixtape technicians, and an art carnival in front of the gallery. Pancakes and coffee will be served following the event. Donkey Gallery is located at 415 4th Street, southwest across from the Barreras Coffee House. Terror alert, don't be terrified, help is on the way. Terror in our life, our lives, a workshop on intergenerational transmission of trauma and terror from the perspective of attachment theory will be held Friday in Santa Fe from 7 to 8 to 9.30 p.m. at the Religious Science Building, 505 Camino de los Marques. You can hear a presentation by UNM doctors Julia Kilpatrick, Nancy Morrison, Jeffrey Katzman, and Mary Thelma Bernard on three organized strategies for addressing danger and distress states and familiarize yourself with Carl Jung's theoretical work on disassociation. Huh? Okay, if you're wetting the bed, wearing goth at 45, thinking about slaughtering your neighbor's pets for fun, listen to these nice doctors and they may be able to explain why. For more information, call 505-345-6944. Again, that number is 505-345-6944. A Little Romance? The Vortex Theater has brought the Clive Barker classic Frankenstein in Love to the stage in a show featuring the monstrous performance by everyone's favorite local poetry slam master, Danny Solis. Friday and Saturday at 8 p.m. And Sunday at 6 p.m. For more info, call 247-8600. Once again, that's 247-8600. El Efecto de la Mariposa. This year, Working Classroom's annual celebration of Dia de los Muertos features altars designed to to present offerings to victims of nature and neglect. Tonight's opening reception from 6 to 8 p.m. benefits New Orleans refugees in Albuquerque and includes dinner and entertainment. The exhibit runs through November 24th 
For more information, call 242-9267. Again, that number is 242-9267. Or go to their website at workingclassroom.org. Albuquerqueans will celebrate Veterans Day to honor our local veterans from 10 a.m. to noon in the Social Hall of Manzano Mesa Multi-General Center. Come to enjoy the entertainment while we honor all our local heroes who have served in our armed forces throughout the past seven decades or more. Call Manzano Mesa at 275-8731 for more information. If you have any youth events that you would like to contribute to our calendar, please feel free to send them to us at youthradio at KUNM.org. Now back to the hosts. And that wraps up our production this week. Our producer was Luis Martinez. Our engineer was Mina Lee. Music host was Evan Molson. The calendar was done by Lucia Martinez and Kyle Ferris. The Taos Media Camp piece was contributed by Ned Randolph and the group Cultural Energy. You can find out more at culturalenergy.org. Special thanks to Krista Pino for putting the culture party together. Other members of the Youth Radio crew are Mars Chalan, Joe Savage, Kirby Platero, Avikar Lucky, and Michael Harley. Our adult co-conspirators are Marcus Martinez, Roberta Rael, Paul Ingalls, Steve Emmons, Krista Pino, Otiamba Umi, and Mercedes Mejia. I'm Kyle Ferris. Thanks for tuning in. You've been listening to Youth Radio 89.9 KUNM. And I'm Tracy Tramp. Next up is Spoken Word. Write to us at youthradio at kunm.org. <laughs>